Test, test, test. Getting my shit together so that we can talk to our guest. Our guest today is going to be Miss Lindsay Jennings. If you guys aren't familiar, Lindsay Jennings is an official suicide girl. Well, I don't know if she's still a suicide girl. I know she was a suicide girl. Um, and that's who we're going to be talking to today. I might edit this part out. I'm not 100% sure yet. But whatever happens will happen, and we'll see what I actually end up doing. We all know I'm very loose and free form around here at Ty Rivera Studios. I'm just waiting for Lindsay to come out. Yeah, I cleaned my bathroom. I clean my bathroom every time somebody's coming over for my podcast. I'm just like, no, you're not going to go tell everybody I had a dirty bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be known as the fag with the dirty bathroom. Are we recording already? I am, but I might edit this part out or I'll probably leave it. I don't know. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of Unbothered by Ty Rivera. As always, coming to you from high atop Ty Rivera Studios, a.k.a. Casa de Bijou, Lindsay Jennings is our guest today. Lindsay is an official suicide girl? Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were still a suicide girl or if you had quit or what the deal was. I was listening to you on Inappropriate Earl. Okay. And I know that like you had had some drama with them at a point. And then now I saw you recently on one of your stories that you were hosting their burlesque show. Yeah. And were you doing comedy at that? Uh, yeah. Okay. It was, it was really cool. Uh, wait, what did I say on Inappropriate Earl? God, I say, I've got to be careful what I say on podcasts. I'm like always. I'm the same way. <laughs> I say I'm too like, much. fuck, I said that? <laughs> yeah, I say too much and then I'm just like, well, whatever. It's yeah. the truth, so Yeah, I, care, I mean, I'm, you know. I try to be honest. But yeah, I mean, there was some drama back in the day with like, uh, kind of like another girl on tour thing happened, blah, blah, blah. It turned into a whole thing. I... My, I can't not say something when I feel something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, uh, I had to say something. So there, I don't know, whatever. There was a whole point where things were kind of weird, but then it, everything's cool now. And uh, the guy who owns the company, Suicide Girls, saw, like I was not as active with them for probably like a year just because of some stuff that happened. I kind of just cooled off. While you were on tour, right? Uh, no, I mean like when I was, this is, like I took time away from the but whole scene. when you were on tour with them, there was some drama. Oh, That's yeah. What yeah, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, which is just funny because I'm like the least dramatic person. So it's like, I never have drama with anyone, but some shit went down. Whatever. It was nothing, nothing really serious. Just like, whatever. I don't girl know. shit. Yeah, girl shit. And then girls, you know, will be girls and be catty and do weird shit. So. Yeah. But anyway, the truth always comes out, which is why I'm still working with them because I didn't fucking do anything wrong. <laughs> Yeah, no, I so. figured it. I'm like, <laughs> from what you said on Earl, it, 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 there was nothing disparaging about Suicide Girls yeah. as an organization yeah. that you had said. It was just like that kind of what you just said right now, but in a longer form. And so I wasn't sure what your status was. And then when I saw you doing their um, burlesque show. Oh, yeah. So he contacted me and was like, he's just like, oh, I think it's so cool. The owner of Suicide Girls, Sean. He's like, I think it's so cool that you're doing comedy now. And he's and he loves he just loves stand up comedy and he likes likes to like try, put his own jokes in the show, too. So, yeah. So he's like so into it. He's like, I just think it's so brave. So he's like, I'd love to have you come host a show and actually put your comedy into it and do whatever you want. Yeah. And what exactly for people that don't know, what's the idea behind the Suicide Girls? Do you know? 
Yeah, so Suicide Girls basically the name comes from this Chuck Palahniuk books, uh, Survivor. I don't know if you ever heard of it, and the term coined in that book is uh, I think I guess he says Suicide Girl because it's like committing social suicide, like by not conforming to the norm. You know? Okay. So just anybody who just does what they want and isn't like just trying to be a fucking drone robot in society, you know? Yeah, well that you definitely fit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a good example. <laughs> yeah, I. Um, how long have you been doing stand-up now? Now uh, so is October 2015. I started, so like a, a little year over and a year and a half. Yeah. Okay. And because uh, I just remember you showing up out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And for anybody that doesn't know, Lindsay, she has tattoos. She has a couple tattoos on her face. Uh, <laughs> More than a couple. One on the side of her head. <laughs> one on her neck. She's tatted up, you could say. Yeah. Uh, so, like, when a person first see, sees you, it's definitely not like, oh, that girl blends. It's like, oh, yeah. who's that? Yeah. You know, and then I just started seeing you kind of everywhere. And I had heard that you got your start doing, like, uh, what was it, a comedy rap battles or something like that? <clears throat> no, but I actually got, well, what, I did do the comedy rap battle like right in the beginning and I love doing the comedy rap battle because I rap. I've been rapping for years. But um, what's it called? I actually got started because I was in the audience and I had only been to like a few comedy shows. I would like go see Joe Rogan once a year or whatever. And uh, I was at a Death Squad show in the main room of the comedy store and it was kind of like a dead crowd. They were just kind of like, bleh, whatever, not really like super... Uh, was it not packed that night or was it packed? It wasn't packed. It was like, it was like the, you know how there's like the out, they have like the curtains down when it's like a smaller yeah. show. Yeah. So it was like a smaller, but it's still like 50, mm-hmm. 50 people or so. And then... Um, For anybody that doesn't know, the main room holds like 350. Yeah. So 50... In that room. Can seem a little bit... Like sparse. a small, yeah, it seems sparse. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like spread out, yeah. And so everybody, was, like the crowd was just kind of not, I don't know, they were just kind of weird that night. And um, so Moses was hosting, Brian Moses, mm-hmm. the host of the roast battle. And he kept talking to me because he saw, he like could tell I was a suicide girl. So he was like, oh, I see we got some suicide girls in the crowd. And he's friends with Missy, the founder of Suicide Girls. Mm-hmm. So he was like, kept talking to me, oh, blah, blah, blah. Got my name. So every it became a bit throughout the night. Like he would just, after everybody, he'd be like, so what's going on, Lindsay? How's the crowd doing? Or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then Dom Irera got called up. He was like, all right, Dom Irera, everybody. And then Dom Irera didn't show up. <laughs> and he was like, oh, fuck, he did this last night, too. I don't even know what happened. But so then uh, he was like, what about you, Lindsay? Do you have any bits? And I was like, no. And I remember I had, okay, another time before that I had heckled Joe Rogan and Duncan <laughs> Trussell. <laughs> I'm that person apparently and I know now too because it sucks I try to bring my friends every time I try to get friends to come out to shows and stuff they end up being the fucking hecklers because they don't know better you know what I mean and they're like having fun trying to be part of the show or whatever yeah I would figure suicide girls would would be the type of yeah so I fucking heckled Joe Rogan got yelled at (laughs) which he like was like cool after but he just was like shut the fuck up (laughs) like why are you still talking and uh, so I was like purposely trying to be like shut in at this show that Brian Moses was trying to pull me up because I was so embarrassed by myself the last time, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, I'm not going to be a heckler. I'm not going to like try to draw attention to myself. <laughs> I've changed my ways. Yeah, I've I'm a different woman. <laughs> 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 so 
so I was like, no. And then, so he was like, do you have any bits? I was like, no. And then he was like, come on. But he obviously, he was like, I knew, I think he said something like a, an attention whore knows an attention whore when they see one or something like that. And he was like, just come on. And I was like, all right. I was like, I do have one funny story. I remembered like a crazy date that I went on. So I was like, all right, I'll tell them that story. Cause I've had people ask me when I've, because I kind of act it out when I tell people the story mm-hmm. just in regular life and they'd be like I had a comic ask me are you a comic my old uh like host uh, co-host on Playboy Radio so I was like all right I'll use that story and he was like all right and then Dom Irera walks out so he's like oh Dom's here he's like we're gonna get back to you Lindsay <laughs> Dom Irera everybody so when Dom's up the whole time I'm just thinking about my story like oh fuck what points am I gonna say I was like shit I have to hit this point this point this point so I'm just in my head like retelling the story and then uh He's like, all right, we're, and he talks to me again, and then he's like, all right, your secret guest, everybody, Steve-O. So Steve-O went up, and then I was coming up, it was like, they set it up that I was going to go up after Steve-O. So, uh... Well, that's got to suck, though, because you've got that adrenaline, and you're thinking, I'm going to go up after Dom. Well, yeah. first you think you're going to go up, and then it's like, okay, then that kind of puts you on a crash, and then Dom goes up, and then they say Steve-O, and then it's going to be you, and it's like, fuck, Dom. Plus, here. not to mention, I was on so much cocaine. <laughs> So I was just like, ah! <laughs> super <laughs> uptight, like <laughs> my heart was pounding and I'm like breathing heavy, but I at least like had time then to think of the story. And I was like, all right, what points do I want to hit? And then, uh, Steve-O, I didn't like, so I didn't pay attention to either of their sets. Cause I was just in my head thinking about mine and then <laughs> my set <laughs> and then they, uh, Steve-O even, it, that's how like dull the crowd was. Steve-O like resorted to talking to me as he was on stage too. He's like, what's your name, Lindsay? We got to hear your story. Yeah. And so then they brought me up, and Brian Moses gave me like an actual introduction. He was like, uh, "Give, she's a suicide girl. She's got a podcast on Playboy Radio. Give it up for Lindsay." And then uh, I went up, told a story, and my first, I like made fun of Stevo though. It was like the first thing that I ever said on stage. I was like, uh, "I was like, I guess I'm not doing too bad for my first time at stand up. Stevo just opened for me." <laughs> but then I was like, "I guess I'm not doing too good either, since we all know he hasn't found much success in comedy." <laughs> and then the crowd was just like, "Oh!" But Stevo and Red Band lost it. They were just like laughing. And then Stevo was like, "To my friend, you should record this," and she recorded it for me. So now I have that. So. Nice. Pretty have cool. you posted it yet, or do you just have it for yourself for right now? I just have it for myself. I don't even know where it is. I'm like, actually, I may have deleted it by accident because I cleared that iPhone. It was like my old iPhone. I cleared it out to record my roast battles. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I actually have no idea if did I did it go it. well. Uh, yeah, and it went really well. I did six minutes because, <laughs> of, of course, it was like a. I told the story in long form. Yeah, but six minutes is a good amount of time to do when it's your first time in stand-up. The first time I ever did stand-up, I think I did, I was supposed to do five minutes, and I think I did two and a half minutes at the most. Yeah, because he's like, wait, I remember the first time I went up after that, like doing an open mic, I went to show up, go up, told the same story, no, like crickets, but I did like really well that night, the crowd was into it, but maybe it was like natural, and yeah, I like wasn't expecting or trying, it was just like a natural storytelling, and then when I went to show up, go up, I remember that three minutes also feeling so fucking long, telling the same story and getting no laughs, I was like... (gasps) This is stand-up comedy. (laughs) Yeah, that's what stand-up really is. And then, like, you just seemed to hit it, though, after, like, you started. It seemed like you were just everywhere. And now I see you a lot of places, too. That's why the other day when I got into it with that um, Kristen Dennis, I think is her name. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know who that is. Yeah, it it was like... I just watched that video this morning. I was like, maybe I should watch this (laughs) before I come here. (laughs) Yeah, it was just like, you know, I I don't mind if people want to chime in on 
my Facebook or whatever. But like when I'm talking about other comics, if you want to jump in as a comic, then I have to at least see you at Mike's. Yeah. You know, and I see you a lot of places. That's why I was like, you know, when you chime in or like Jessica Michelle or a lot of the people that did chime in, I was like, yeah, these people are people I see. They have a reason to like, you know, say something to my yeah. post. But this person that I've never met or I've met her, but we just I never see her at any mics. And we don't really chat that much. You yeah. know, like she's maybe said hi to me once or twice. But we're so it was like for me, that's one of the things that I like about you is I actually see you a bunch of places. Yeah. And I look at your Snapchat and your, uh, well, not the, the official. Not the uncensored Yeah, one. not the uncensored Snapchat. The IG story. Yeah, I don't feel like I need to know all that. <laughs> There's, I've like added so many girl comics on there too, just because they're like, I want to see what's going on in this uncensored Snapchat. I'm like, sure, I don't give a fuck. It's not like you're jerking off to it, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. And like, I've even given like one or two male comics. So I was like, all right, fuck it. You can have it. But like. For the most part, I'm like, pay me, motherfucker. If yeah, it's and what comes. is it? Just so you can plug it really quick if anybody wants to know. Um, So basically, you just have to email me, Lindsay okay. Jennings with a Z at gmail.com to see my uncensored Snapchat. You have to pay. It's just a one-time donation. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's fucking worth it, dude. It's 50 bucks, and then you have, like, lifetime access. It's, yeah. It's... So I've heard it's off the chain. You have? That's what I've heard. Who'd you hear that from? Uh, I know Earl had said it on his podcast, and I <laughs> heard from, I can't even remember. And I would say yeah. if I could remember, because <laughs> they wouldn't care. But I just can't remember. I just remember them being like, yeah, <laughs> she really does it on her. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I guess back when you were still hanging out with Pat, I guess you guys used to get crazy on there every once in oh a while. Oh my God, no we didn't, which is hilarious. Oh my God, that's funny that you said when I was still hanging out with Pat. <laughs> I don't know anybody's status or no, what No, I don't even want to, uh, I'm not even going to address that now. I get it. <laughs> uh- <laughs> But <laughs> I'm so far removed from like, because I'm at the mics all the time, right? But I don't like try to hang out like I know Fuck everything. That. No, it's yeah. too much. You don't and want so to. people will tell me like every once in a while, I went on the road with um, Nicole Buchanan and it. she was telling me some I of the... I was at her house last night. Oh, I love her. <laughs> 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 and uh, she she was telling me like some of the drama that happens, you know, like with the people on the open mic and stuff like that. Some of the like people have hooked up and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God, all this is happening under my nose. And I didn't even know it was yeah. live like that. I just thought, you know, we're all just at mics. It's like. No, these people are actually doing it. I'm just like... Mm. Everybody's banging. Yeah, and I didn't even know that. Even connections that I would have never made on my own, I never would have been like, put those, those two... two? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, really? They're getting down? All right, well... Oh, my God. Well, Pat wasn't really actually... To go to backtrack, Pat was not down to fuck on my Snapchat. But one night... This is hilarious. <laughs> it's literally like his mom's fault. <laughs> his mom's fault. Because she fucking... We were at his parents' house in Lake Tahoe, and we had to drive back the next morning before a snowstorm, and me and him sleep fucking late all the time, and she knows that. So she was like, I'm going to give you guys an Ambien tonight so you can pass out, and then we'll, and then you can drive home early, wake up early. But we took Ambien, but we didn't pass out. We just like kept staying up because we stay up till 4 in the morning at least every night. So... <laughs> 
We fucking took Ambien and then ended up fucking on my Snapchat because we were just fucked up. <laughs> and that's how everybody saw it. And everybody was like, ah. And then uh, I think Vanessa Johnston was like at Mike's like, did you see this? Did you see this? Did you see this? Yeah. You don't stay up after you've taken an Ambien. That's oh, one dude. thing I've learned. I used to do that for fun when I, when I was in high school. We used to steal it from my friend's mom. I remember like playing Ouija board. My friend's like, I saw a witch's hand go over your hand. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't like, fuck around on yeah, Ambien. It's like halluc- you're hallucinating or like tapping into other dimensions. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, for a minute there I had Ambien and uh, I'm not a pill person at all. Uh, I just, you know, it's never been my thing. But uh, one time when I was with my ex, we, <coughs> or I took an Ambien, and then I ended up staying, staying up after it. And I was telling him, like, I was like, it's like there's barbed wire crawling out of your back right now. I just see it coiling out. And <laughs> just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then one night I was on Facebook afterwards, and I... Ask this girl to take down a picture and Facebook gives you the reasons to take it down and I put because it hurts my feelings (laughs) (laughs) what picture was it or a picture of her or you it was me but it was stupid because I remember I was with my roommate and I was just laughing because I was like you know I'm going to say it hurts my feelings and then I completely forgot about it, and I went to sleep, and I wake up the next day, and she was like, oh, my God, I had no idea that feeling, that picture hurt your feelings, and I was just thinking in my head, like, it doesn't. Why, well, yeah, why would it hurt my feelings? I don't know why I even said that, you know? Oh, my God, that's so funny. <laughs> Facebook yeah. doesn't have the options like that anymore, I don't think. I wonder if there's, like, subliminal messages behind the hallucinogen- like hallucinations that you have. Like, what if... Uh, what would you say it was your friend or your boyfriend who you took the ambient with? Or My like, boyfriend that I took the ambient. It's like it's like the barbed wire is like a wall between you guys or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> it might have been because we didn't last much longer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it was one of those situations. What is your situation like? Are you what? Here's what I want to know from you because I know like from Instagram stories and stuff like that. Like you're crazy. You party. Um, you occasionally at least do cocaine. Um, you're high weed all the time. Yes. And, but like, what are you really, I mean, like, is that really you or are you one day looking to settle down and be like that kind of person? But right now you're just having your fun or what do you think like the real you is? Whoa, deep question. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it went from like partying to who's the real you. <laughs> well, I, cause I always wanted to know because like, you know, people have their idea of what they think I am. And that's quite a bit different a lot of times from what I actually see for myself. Yeah. So I wondered if that was a similar situation. Cause I notice a lot of people and I don't say this cause of anybody in particular, but I just notice a lot of people projecting onto you what mm-hmm. they think mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. And so I wanted to find out from you what you are. Yeah. That's cool. Um, interesting. Let's think. I guess if I had to describe myself, I definitely obviously like to party, but I don't, I don't know. It's weird because I don't like to party that often, but I just end up doing it. But I'm a person who like just parties spontaneously. So it's like I'm at an open mic and then all of a sudden I'm like doing cocaine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm like partying, but not partying. You know what I mean? Like I'm like at open mics partying. And then when people actually invite me to parties, uh, I'm, I don't want to go. Like Cinco de Mayo, I was home writing all night, you know? I and, s- yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. On <laughs> <laughs> I pay attention to your stories way too much. You're one of the stories I actually, you, Jessica Michelle Singleton, 
And as far as the comedy scene goes, you guys are kind of the only ones that I'm like, or Jasmine Lee too, Dope. which I know you and her are friends. Yeah, I love Jasmine. But yeah, I try to keep my story interesting. But yeah, it's weird. It's like when I when people want me to party, I'm not like, I can't like plan to party because then I don't want to party. Whenever I have plans to party, I don't want to party. But then it's like when I'm fucking just supposed to be like, sometimes I procrastinate and then I end up partying and then I'm like, let's get drugs and be bad, but whatever. Actually, to be honest, things like that to me is a weakness, but I smoke weed all the time. I have no problem with that. I think, I don't think it's bad for me. I don't feel, I feel better. I think, I think I've tried to stop smoking weed too. And I'm like, eh. I, I remember that. Thing. Yeah. And you know what I did? I was like, I'm going to not smoke weed for three weeks. Cause that's how long it takes to break a habit. First night I was completely sober. I'd, I was sober for five days and I, and then I was like, Oh, maybe I'll have like a glass of wine here and there during this time period just to like ease, whatever. I ended up having a threesome that night. Uh, the first night sober, <laughs> I wasn't even into it, but I was like, ah, well it's happening. <laughs> so, uh, and then I like walked away and showered while it was still happening. <laughs> and then, uh, but by the fifth night, I've lost interest in a threesome before. It's two, like yeah, it's fun something. in the moment, and then it's like, well, like I have to be. If I'm not on Molly or fucking drunk, then I'm like, I'm like, well, this is fun for a minute, and now I'm over it. Because yeah. I'm probably not gonna come. I like, I. It's hard for me to orgasm from other people. I just have to masturbate. But I think threesomes are really tempting <laughs> for people that can't have them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when I mean? it's in front of your face. You're like, I literally also went to sleep on an orgy recently. Oh yeah, <laughs> I brought I brought my two girlfriends over to my friend's house. Like af after one of my shows, I had like two suicide girls visiting, and this guy, uh, my fr it was my friend's birthday, and we just went to go smoke weed with him, and they ended up like like it w somehow turned into a no pants joint, so we're all smoking a joint with no <laughs> pants on, which then turned into my two friends dancing naked, which then turned into my other friend taking photos of them, which then turned into an orgy and, and they were like why does Lindsay still have her clothes on I was like ah, all right and I like I went to the bathroom to pee and I was like oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll get in and I like went and went out took my clothes off got my pussy ate for a second and then I was like okay I'm going to bed got my pussy ate for a second <laughs> you're so stupid <laughs> <laughs> anyway who's the real me back to the question <laughs> the bitch that got her pussy ate and went and took a shower that's for, the real me for a second <laughs> I'm done <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel like I don't know people get a like you said people project an idea of who I am that I'm like some whore who just likes to fuck or whatever which is true no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real me and that's true <laughs> uh, I don't know I'm like I feel like when people actually get to know me they're like actually shocked at how much deeper I am than they think that I am and like I I don't know I'm super spiritual people don't think that I'm super motherly people also don't think that like last night I was at Nicole's house I'm like Nicole you need to clean your room let's make I'm making grilled cheese for everybody <laughs> oh well I I get that vibe off of you that's part of why I asked too because I did get a I do get a very nurturing vibe off of you yeah and then also um just from watching your stuff and the way you do things I I've never thought you were a dumb girl yeah you know where Thank it was you. just like you know this bitch because I, I just don't like dumb people and I know a lot of people that play dumb that yeah. are actually really smart and I like them but yeah. like when people are truly dumb and there's nothing there it's like yeah I just can't do anything with you no. there's one on the comedy scene that I thought I liked for a second and then she just turned out to be so dumb and I was like, I cannot be Are we saying with this names? Because if not, I need to know. <laughs> this, I'll tell you after. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell, tell you after, after for sure. Because <laughs> she disappointed me, you know? It was just like, I thought 
there was something more there and there just wasn't, you know? <laughs> I just wrote, who's the dumb girl? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I need to know. <laughs> I wonder what you're right. Yeah, I'll definitely tell you after. We'll chat. But you got to stay secret on it yeah, after. Totally, totally. it's It was just so, you know, because uh, I had the feeling that this person, and it's kind of why I wrote that post about, like, uh, you know, dirty girls and then there being no substance. Yeah. Because... I always, I never care what people do in their stand-up as far as, like, their content. You can be as dirty as you want. You can be as crazy as you want or yeah. whatever. But at be the funny. end of the day, I do want some kind of substance, and I do want to get some sense of who you are if you're an actual stand-up. And uh, I don't think a lot of people think about that because you can be dirty, and, and I'm plenty dirty myself. Yeah. But you've got to think in the long term, like if you're really doing stand up, you know, if you're just using it to get to like something else, then I get that because you only need like a seven minute set yeah. to be like, you know, a Hollywood comic. Huh. But if you plan to go on the road, you've got to think in the long term as far as you're going to get hit up to do half hour sets and then mm -hmm. 45 minute sets, which the shock value is cute and fun at the beginning or for a minute. But audiences get like, OK, well, who is this? really that we're yeah. seeing right now you know yeah and there's so many ways to make people laugh and i think in a lot of cases a person like you or a person like me where people do have their idea of what we are as soon as we walk on stage in a lot of cases it is kind of cool for the audience to get like a different side of you at yeah. a point. like me i talk about my puppy sometimes on stage or you know because a lot of people wouldn't imagine me having two annoying small dogs that love to get on my nerves or you know like some of the places I've been emotionally relationships that kind of stuff yeah and you know people like to see that side and I think that's sometimes what I like to see from people too it's like great I love that you're a dirty girl I love that you're free about sex yeah. I love that you don't care about any of this stuff you know and but like you know what else is there and yeah. this particular comic it was just like is that all you are yeah now that we're talking about this I'm thinking I'm like who am I as a person and thinking about like my set and how I'm reflecting who I am and whatever and I I think that I probably come off as or this is what I am really deep down morally challenged <laughs> because it's like I have morals that like I don't know I, I look at things in such a different perspective and different point of view than most people I think so it's it's hard for people to understand but it's like such a quirky point of view because I look at things from a bigger perspective because I'm like everybody lets their world get too fucking small and when just like you're talking about people in the open mic scene like oh the drama with this person the drama with this person who fucking cares like once you let your world get too small then you're wasting time in that small little world when there's so many bigger things that you could be doing and it's just like in the scheme of things does it matter that I fucked your husband not really in the, u <laughs> in the so universe <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter you know what I mean you've got one husband there are millions of married people out there <laughs> <laughs> so what I fucked one husband it's like in the scheme of things in the larger scheme like in the universe it doesn't matter but then at the same time I can think like wow you're really fucking up somebody's life like that could ruin someone and I understand being cheated on I've been cheated on but maybe that's why I'm so fucked up too because my first boyfriend I ever had cheated on me oh I wanted to make a post about this actually he cheated on me with uh, a girl four different girls one became a stripper uh, one had a baby at like 16 and one, 
died. <laughs> I forget what happened to the other one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, see what happens when you fuck she my boyfriend. The other one. <laughs> She's the one that killed her. Oh my god, it's so fucked. This is like really fucked up to say, but the, her name her name was Kate Resty. So we'd be like, Kate, rest in peace. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. But she was like, literally, her uh, her my this girl's from Long Island. Her MySpace was that girl. That was her name because she was that girl that like pissed everybody off and like ruined every party. You and know? what happened to her? Uh, she, of course, drug overdose. Okay. I know, I literally know, people think, don't believe me when I say this, but I know over 20 people who have died from, like, either heroin overdoses or mixtures. Hers was, like, a cocktail of, like, Roxycontin and Xanax and stuff. But, uh, yeah, LA, uh, New, Long Island, New York, is, like, crazy heroin epidemic or, like, prescription pills, so everybody's dying out there. Yeah. Here is just meth heads that are staying alive and, like, ripping their faces apart and <laughs> fucking just roaming the streets, but there everybody's dying. Yeah, no, there are certain areas that... the. the it's weird how that works, huh? Because certain areas, like, you go to and crack is the big thing. Yeah. And certain areas, it's just people partying with coke. And some people, of course, get too crazy with that. Like, I remember the first time I saw that, because uh, when I was younger, I used to, like, I would party with coke every once in a while. Yeah. But you always, well, I always would run across those people that, like, the party would be over. And they'd be like, where are we going to get more coke? And it's like, the party's done. Dude, that's me. Are you really? <laughs> if I'm in one one of those nights like that's why i'm like try not to have too many nights like that ask anybody who you know who does coke in the comedy scene <laughs> they'll be like yeah Lindsay, three in the uh no not even three in the morning it'll be like 9 a.m everybody else is done and i'm like i'm just gonna do one more okay <laughs> like i can't stop that's why i try not to do coke because i can't stop once i start i'm like not good like i know girls who are, who you know who are cokeheads who like but like they control it like uh -huh. they'll be like all right i do coke every day but i only do a little bit every day i do a few bumps here and there so it's like okay if you can keep control even though you can't keep control of your emotions but you can keep control of your <laughs> cocaine addiction that's good but uh i can't do that like if i'm doing it i'm going all out so it's like what's the longest you've ever had like a coke bender for um, I mean, I'll do like a couple, I've done a couple days in a row, but like, I, I can't not sleep. So, I mean, like I'll stay up, but, uh, I think I've been up for probably 40 hours before, but never, wow. I haven't done like two nights in a row. That's crazy. Like I've done Coke two nights in a row, but I haven't stayed up through that. You're doing like meth, that. meth time on Coke. Dude, <laughs> that's, that's like well, that's because Coke out here has meth in it. Like for sure. Everybody's cutting their Coke with meth because I was like, I've definitely, I like literally I need, I was said that, uh, I used to say that on stage when I first started doing comedy. I was like, I had to quit cocaine because I'm pretty sure I was doing meth. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure I was doing meth. Like I'm almost positive. Yeah. Cause I, I, when I used to do coke, I would be able to sleep that night. I'd just be like, yeah. Yeah, if you get good coke, you should be able to sleep, like, after... I mean, not if you're doing it for, like, hours straight, yeah. which is what I would do, but... Uh, if it's if it's decent stuff, then you don't feel like complete fucking shit when you're trying to go to bed or whatever. I remember one time when mm -hmm. I was back really partying. This was, like, way before I started doing comedy. Um... I had been smoking crack with some friends. No way. Which, you know, classless, but it was what it was. Yeah, you know, yeah. so we smoked some crack. And then afterwards, I ended up doing meth. And, crack and meth at the same time. Oh, I had to tell my dad because my heart was, I thought I was going to die, yeah. you know. And I mean, like, my parents are 
they were always people think my parents like condone all of my behavior they didn't but they just were like you know there for you in the moment yeah and they'd rather i be honest with them and tell yeah. them what's going on you know and so i was just like oh my god i think i'm gonna have a heart attack and my I've been there. Like, lay down on the sofa and then you know the only time that i like pray to god is when i'm like <laughs> my heart is beating out of my chest and i'm trying to sleep and i'm like please just let me wake up tomorrow god please just let me wake up tomorrow yeah it was that feeling <laughs> i tried to say that prayer but i don't know it i'm like if i die before i wake uh please my soul take it just do it <laughs> i don't know the prayer take it with you take it um <laughs> And you're not, you're spiritual, but you're not religious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, like, definitely didn't completely answer that question, but... Uh, were you were you raised? Uh, no fucking way. And I'm so glad I wasn't raised re religious at all, because, like, God, I think about it. If I was raised religious at all, I feel like my little brother would be so much more uh, mentally fucked up, because I, my... Were you raised religious at all? Um, it, I was raised Catholic, but it wasn't super religious the okay. way I was raised. You know, I mean, like my mom, my mom was raised like going to church three times a week. Oh, wow. And she promised herself when she grew up, she was not going to go to church anymore. Oh, good. So we very rarely went oh, to church. Okay. So it wasn't like you had like instilled beliefs that being gay was like a sin. Not, not a <laughs> sin, but just it was supposed to be wrong. I knew that. Yeah, because my little brother's gay and uh, I just, I don't know, it makes me sick to think of like him growing up in a world where he couldn't, you know, feel like himself. Yeah. Is he wild too or is he Not more? at all. No, my little brother. No. He just came to visit and we didn't do anything crazy at all. But uh, he, he is like, he's a librarian. He's like super chill, just stays home a lot, but um, didn't drink until he was in uh, college, didn't smoke until he was in college. Um, but yeah, no, we weren't religious at all. We went to church literally like twice a year until I was in third grade. And Your then brother's stopped. a librarian? That's yeah. so funny because my sister's a librarian. No way, really? Yeah, like an actual, yeah. And, uh, Same. Uh, <laughs> how old is she? Uh, she's 30-something, uh, 35 uh, and she's, uh, I always tease her and like, you know, what, you got a busy day of shushing people tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh. Yeah, but that's, that's a weird coincidence. You have a librarian sibling as yeah, well. Yeah, how many siblings do you have? I have three. Me too. What, are are, you, which, what spot are you? I'm right before the baby. Me too. I'm the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Nice. So we have a lot of sibling uh, things in common. And what what are your what's your guys's makeup boys to girls? I have two boys, two girls. They're, um, my older brother, then my sister, then me, then my younger brother. All girls on mine. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you know Including I was you. their boy. They were. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was their boy. They were waiting for and surprise. <laughs> Maybe not exactly what you were looking for, but oh my you God. know. <laughs> That's so funny. We make do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, um, what uh, what's your goal as far as stand up goes? Because I know you're also model, you're um, singer. Yeah. And which what else would you consider yourself a performance artist? I guess I just now I'm trying to like <laughs> I'm trying to simplify my life because I feel like I do too much and I definitely do do too much all the time and I'm always like trying to do too much so I've been slowly trying to simplify my life and it's like slowly happening like you know I've been not I don't have a job right now I just work like 
I do side gigs all the time. Like I dance here and there at Club Sinister uh-huh. and then, you know, I work for random weed companies. I work for Suicide Girls here and there, but I pretty much just freelance and I freelance model. Just got a writing job too. Hey. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's another, just another side hustle. Like there's just a bunch of side hustles, but, um, so I have simplified as far as that goes. Like I don't have a nine to five anymore, which makes me a million times happier. I'm just like so much, yeah. I have more time to work on what I want to do. And I just work from home online, whatever. It's uh, obviously a little more frightening to not know where you're going to get your money from and be like, cause it's like, if you have a paycheck every fucking week or every two weeks, you're like, okay, I know I could pay my rent. I know I could do this. So it's a little scarier to freelance everything, but I've been so much happier as far as not having to slave away for somebody else and working for myself. Yeah. So you're, but you do like go-go dancing, but you're not a stripper. Yeah. And you've, never stripped before no i have i actually have a bit i need to work on that i did when i first started stand-up too that i never like uh actually fleshed out or whatever but it's um about how i was a failed stripper <laughs> i'm like what do you do after you fucking fail stripping like <laughs> if i fail at being a hooker i'm gonna kill myself <laughs> did you not um did you try to not like it so or no what basically happened was i went to my friend's strip club uh, wait, what was your original question? Because I totally didn't answer it. About- it doesn't matter. We're talking about okay. stripping now. <laughs> We're talking about your failed stripping career. Uh, <laughs> oh, what I call myself. I was going to say I've, I call myself an entertainer. I'm trying to, if I simplify it to that terms, I'm an entertainer. And I just am. That's like what I want to do no matter what. I want to be an entertainer. But um, like I can't picture myself doing anything else. I'm obviously addicted to stage time. I love being on stage. Anyway, so so even if I have to be a stripper, uh, <laughs> one way or another, I'm gonna I'm get on, on that stage. stage. <laughs> uh, when I so anyway, I went to my friend's strip club because she told me I didn't have to take my top off, and I like wasn't ready to be a topless stripper yet. I just wasn't mentally prepared for it, even though I had done the Bur- Suicide Girls burlesque tour at that point, and I had my uh, n- nipples. I had my nipples covered, pasties. but I had, yeah, pasties, but I had my tits out, which is funny because now I don't even give a shit. Like I have my nipples out all the time. I don't give a fuck. But at the time, two, three years ago when I tried to get a stripping job, I was not prepared for that. So she said, I, don't, I never take my boobs out. She's like, I just hustle the dudes at the tables or whatever. And it's like, uh, Sam's Hoff bro. I don't know if you, yeah. Have you been there? No. It's like <laughs> gross. Yeah. So <laughs> sounds ridiculous. Though. Oh yeah. So, so it's like, it's ridiculous. It's like a dirty strip club. And, uh, so basically I went to go do the audition. You had to dance for a song. I, didn't know I had to take my top off. So when the lady was like, all right, so you go, go on the stage, you're in this section. Uh, it's like, you basically just had to be a, a stripper for five minutes, you know, like, and try it out and then whatever. And so when she said I had to take my top off, I was like, I thought I didn't have to take my top off. So that's where I like lost the Like didn't get the job. Cause she was like, Oh, she doesn't even want to take her top off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I didn't get it. But, uh, Obviously, I don't, like, reveal that in the bit because I'm just, like, talking about being a failed stripper, and it's funny. Yeah, you showed your boobs at Roast Battle one night, right? <laughs> uh, no, there was, a, there was a porn star who had Haiti and uh, Jamar thought... sucker tits. She, yeah, that... She I... straight pulled hers out. I pulled my boob out, but I covered my nipple and shook it around. Okay. I did that, but then apparently another uh, roast battle, my nipples were out, and I didn't, from a certain angle, everybody, like, uh, there was a group of people in the back who were like, yeah, we definitely saw your nipples, especially Pat, he was like, yeah, your nipples were definitely out. <laughs> I was like, eh, well. Yeah, that, the the one that, um, they sucked her boobs, that's the one I was arguing with on Facebook the other day. That's Kristen Dennis? Yeah. 
I'm yeah, not, I'm not gonna. Whatever. <laughs> I've never seen her go up either, except for when she did roast battle. Yeah, and it, like, it, like I said, I had no problem with this girl. It's just like you know, she chimed in and then basically said she was exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. And sorry, not sorry. And so I just let her know that I'm not down. And then she tried to turn it into a whole like hit me up in my dms it was like bitch don't slide i'm not trying to fuck what are you talking about (laughs) unless you're fucking me or paying me there's no reason for you to be my dms it's just not the way it works you know so exactly i'm not trying to hash things out in the dms yeah this can (laughs) just happen on my wall let's just continue (laughs) to play it out there where people can read it yeah then also nobody can say you said something you didn't say you know and i don't have to do screenshots it's just like it's right there on the wall everybody sees it oh that's so funny willie hunter's said something i thought was hilarious he's like uh you know being a comedian is literally the lowest you can go because that's what porn stars do when they're not doing porn anymore (laughs) (laughs) fucking willie i love willie i've known him forever (laughs) so funny everybody asks me why i don't do porn yet because i'm like half doing porn in my bedroom by myself on my snapchat but i'm like i'm just not trying to do porn so i'm not trying to waste time doing porn (laughs) and also if you can have all of your own money <clears throat> yeah. And not have to deal with somebody else basically pimping you out. Plus it's I feel like you really like I'm like if I was gonna do it, I'd wanna go big and be like an actual porn star and be dope and have like fucking fleshlights on my pussy. I should make fleshlights on my pussy anyway. <laughs> Cause it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're silly and you can't. I mean, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, you can. You can just hook up. Like, all of the stuff that porn Dude. stars do now, you can do on your own. I should get a Fleshlight sponsor. I know Fleshlight sponsors that show that Sam Tripoli does. I'm like, damn, I should try to I should try to talk to Fleshlight about making a Fleshlight. That'd be dope. Yeah, it, anything you can do to keep it where you own all of you or as much of you as possible yeah. is the way to go. Imagine Fleshlight owned my pussy. <laughs> Like, what happens? Do you sign a contract? You're, like, signing your <laughs> pussy over? If you, like, don't want to... Ha- if you want to, like, own your own pussy, you have to get a uh, labioplasty or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the marketing is basically what you sign with somebody for in those kind of situations, you know? Scary. So if you can do your own marketing, then... Yeah. I do know girls who make these, like, whack... My uh, friends work for some company, some suicide girls I know, where you make molds of your pussy. But it's not the same as a fleshlight because you can't fuck it. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Just to finger it? Just to look at it and, (laughs) yeah, be creepy with it every once in a while. One day I'll get to you. Lizzie's pussy. (laughs) Oh, my God. So I had a dude hit me up on... on Facebook and I was like I know this is too good to be true because he's trying to pay me like a few thousand dollars to go to Switzerland for like a photo shoot Uh. and it was just so funny the way he like tried to finagle it like long story short he was like we're gonna take explicit photos blah 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 and I'm like yeah I'm cool with that and he's like and you'll you'll be unrecognizable in them they're like close-up body shots and stuff and I was like oh yeah whatever I'm cool with that and then uh finally like in in like all we're like you know talking about it talking about it finally after going about it in all these different weird ways he sends pictures and then it's like oh so basically the pictures are him fucking some girl so i'm like oh so basically you're trying to tell me in a roundabout way that you want to pay me a couple thousand dollars to fuck me yeah <laughs> and i'm like dude you could have just said that from the beginning i would have respected you more for your honesty was he hot at least i mean they were good the dick looked good so i'm like part of me was kind of like mm. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like i don't know i don't know yeah, let me let me think about it. Yeah. Let me let me sleep on it for I'm like, a couple I do, of days. I mean, it'd be cool to go to Switzerland. 
<laughs> that's the main thing. Dick looked all right. But I, the thing is, I can't, like, I've thought about it a million times. I thought about getting sugar daddies, but I can't, like, I'm too dominant in regular life. Even though I'm submissive in bed, like, I love, like, being submissive in bed, but I can't. Like, I can't have somebody have control over me sexually, yeah. especially with money involved. I just can't. I don't know. It's just something I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, though, that doesn't that doesn't make it a complete, you know, off the table situation. Yeah, because there's plenty of people that will pay for you to be in charge. Right. So now there's yeah, there's dominant. I have done like two dominatrix jobs before because I have friends who are in that world, which I'm going to New York for the summer. I've literally thought about like doing some dominatrix work while I'm out there where you like there's more money in that than there is an actual fucking yeah humiliate people i could do humiliation yeah grading so i've done one where literally this guy met me in a bed bath and beyond parking lot i like <laughs> had to tell him to pull his pants down and his get in his car tell him to put his pull his pants down our lives are so similar <laughs> <laughs> slap him put lipstick on his face and just like calm a little bitch meanwhile he's got like a wife and kids at home and uh, of course he does yeah and he paid me like six hundred dollars to yeah. do that and then another time i got paid a couple hundred dollars to walk on a guy's face yeah i was like all right i'll walk on your face and they washed my feet after <laughs> It's the least he could do. I walked on your face. I walked on your gross face. Yeah, on your... Clean my feet. Your feet are beneath me. I mean, your face is beneath me. One thing I wanted to ask you, I'm glad we started talking about this, because one thing I wanted to ask you was, a lot of uh, female comics, and none that are any good, (laughs) (laughs) complain about, like, cat calls all the time and guys being creepy and stuff like that, which I know happens. Yeah. But how do you personally navigate that kind of stuff? Cat calling. Uh, That's funny. I want to, I have wanted to start just cat calling back to people. (laughs) Like, just be (laughs) like, if you like flip it on them, I feel like they can't handle it. You know, like if you're just like, yeah, you want to get married? Like, they're going to be like, no, what? (laughs) So, but, uh, what's great, what would be great though, um, is a lot of times I notice it's not the most attractive or fat guys that cat call. And if someone were to shout out a nice tits and you were, you were to turn around and be like, not so bad yourself. You yeah, know? Like just- <laughs> yeah, you got some good titties too. I do say like, I do say uh, embarrassing things to people. I totally piss people off in that way. I can't help it. But um, I usually just, honestly, I just say thank you. I'm like, I know what I look like. I know I'm obviously an attention grabber. I know that I have tattoos. I know that I have colorful hair. So it's expected that people are not going to be able to handle themselves around me sometimes because people are not used to that always. I mean, obviously, L.A. is different. But when you're in other places where people aren't used to that. But I don't even think anything of it because people are always just staring at me. It, like, doesn't bother me at all because I'm so used to it. It's been this way. I've been the way that I am for over a decade. I've been doing... I've had these piercings. I had tattoos in high school. I had colorful hair in high school. Uh, But my friends can't handle it. Like, people I'm with, because I guess they're not used to having that attention on them, so they see it. And, like, to me, I just, like, glide past it. But they're like, whoa, why is everybody staring at you? I feel like you look normal or, like, you're normal to me or whatever. And I'm like, it's just, they can't. They get protected. They can't comprehend it. I'm like, I get it. Y'all are simple-minded. I I understand why you want to look at me. Or, like, literally, like, it's hilarious, people's reactions to me. Sometimes, you know when you, like... 
open a door and somebody's standing right there. Like, I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, but like for me, one time with this guy, what did this guy say the other day? He was like, oh my God. <laughs> and me, like, people can't handle, like, their reactions are so intense for me. Especially if I look cute, because I'm like, I know, I'm shockingly beautiful. <laughs> and surprise, like, it's surprising because I have tattoos. Because some people are like, wow, usually I don't like tattoos or colorful hair, but on you. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I guess you just gave me a different way to look at it because maybe that's why I've never thought it was a big deal either because for one reason or another my entire life people have always looked at me I've you know yeah. so it's like you know I've I always when people make a big deal of that I'm like what why do you care are you yeah. not used to people paying attention to you or that's how why. <laughs> yeah I guess so it's like wh why is that such a big deal to you like to me that doesn't even and like when it comes to uh you know like guys being creepy I always feel like yeah that's guys yeah I just say thank you yeah it's like thank you Thanks. Yeah, I I navigate around it all the time. Yeah. And, you know, um, when I first started, um, when I first got to L.A., I was much younger. And I remember plenty of the, like, older fags would be creepy with me. Yeah. You know, like, hit me up, like, private message at the time on, like, MySpace or, you know, yeah. like, get creepy with me in person. And I always just, you know, I was so used to from clubs and stuff shaming guys and making them feel stupid if I didn't want to fuck them that that's the same way I was in yeah. comedy so I was like why do you feel like these people are over you or like they have any kind of power yeah to make you feel like you know oh now I'm uncomfortable you're yeah. uncomfortable why because he's a creep and you had to shut him down yeah like what what are your dms like do people still hit you up in the dms because I'd imagine there's a part of you that's kind of probably intimidating to a lot of the guys yeah and they don't want to that's true. I'm definitely intimidating to certain people. And then I've, I also like, if I like somebody, I'll totally come on too strong. Like I remember a dude that, uh, it's funny, this dude who I kind of liked and I, and he totally liked me. He was in my DMs all the time and being like, oh, like always like, I don't know, had my back in comedy, like being like, oh yeah, you did dope. You were great or whatever, blah, blah. And then as soon as I started like to be interested in him, he was like, whoa. And then like, told me like I don't know I was talking got a girlfriend whatever and then I was talking to him one day like about how I can't I don't know I'm I, something about just me and dudes I don't know like I like dudes can't handle me and he's like well you're definitely intimidating and I'm like oh so that's why you <laughs> couldn't handle me because <laughs> I like men <laughs> I'll like be talking about their dick size already I'm like I know you have a big dick <laughs> I got I got the radar uh <laughs> But yeah, I'm definitely intimidating to some dudes. And then the dudes I'm not intimidating to are the ones who are like, uh, what's the word? Blindly confident. Yeah. <laughs> like who shouldn't be, you know? And it's like, oh, great. You're the people who can handle me. Thank yeah, you. you're the one. <laughs> the one I don't want is the one that's really ready for it. Yeah, exactly. But I still get I get creepy fucking messages. And like and people feel like because I'm so sexual and open about my sexuality that they can literally sext me in my DMs. Like, like, I want to fuck you in the asshole. I want to lube up your like, like too dirty. I'm like, dude, you can't. No, you can't just talk to me like that. I know I'm very open, but not we're not having sex. You can only talk to me like that if we're like actually fucking yeah. or I'm actually showing interest. Don't just send me random sex when you don't even know me. Yeah. No, I'm with you on <sighs> that. It is like get a hold of yourself. Yeah. Why are you 
being ridiculous right now but, and it all does does seem inappropriate yeah when it's like completely out of context like that it's like what's the matter with you they're just what like jerking you? off to my pictures and sending me what they're thinking i'm like that's not okay but i i do i also get like really nice dms from people who are like oh you inspire me or i've been following for years and you're so inspiring you do whatever you want and whatever so yeah i get a lot of those too like the nice you know i appreciate i I, one of the ones that i get a lot that i really appreciate from people is when they let me know that they don't agree with everything i say but they just like that i say it and that you're honest yeah and so that's one of the times where i'm always like yeah well that's people appreciate honesty yeah and it's a nice way for people to like in my opinion it's a good compliment because it's like okay so you get it because i feel the same way like i don't have to agree with you yeah. to like that you're honest about what it is you are and yeah. what, what your point of view is. At least I know I'm getting the real you right? and not, you know, some kind of, oh, Just I love you so much. I think you're so great. Agreeing. Yeah. Ugh. No, I hate that. Ugh. That reminded me of a meeting I went to. Like I went to a meeting with some of my friends. Um, it was a complete bullshit meeting. And it was like, okay, here's, and I said it, I said it walking in and I always say this. First of all, we were meeting at Starbucks, so it's already not that legit. Yeah. You're meeting at Starbucks. I said, if he buys the coffee, then maybe he's legit, but if he doesn't, he's definitely not. <laughs> and that, that was like my guideline. I was like, dude, and it's real. I was like, any, you get, you have a coffee meeting because coffee's cheap mm-hmm. and not as expensive, especially at Starbucks, as, and is like not buying a meal or whatever. So first of all, the guy didn't even buy himself a fucking coffee. Sat down, had, t- there were six girls there. It was like for a TV, sh- potential TV show or whatever. Uh, and he like didn't even buy coffee, was taking up two tables. I was embarrassed. So I went and bought coffee and a sandwich because I was like, I'm not going to sit here and like take loiter. We're literally, this yeah. is literally illegal. And there was cops in there too. So I was like, I just feel uncomfortable. I'm not a loiterer. I'm not going to do this. So I went and bought a sandwich and coffee. So I already knew he wasn't legit. And then he was, it's funny because you said the thing about uh, blending in before. Uh, how I don't blend uh-huh. in. It was, this guy was like obviously obsessed with my friend who was the connection. It was like he wanted to make a show about her and he was like, yeah, if you have more exotic, cool girlfriends that we can maybe make a show about or whatever. And so she brought her girlfriends or whatever. And it was like me, my other friend, her, and two like real ratchet chicks. <laughs> and because we're all a little ratchet, but so anyway, so this guy was saying like he's like, well, clearly she's the she's the star here, and you guys all don't mind blending in. And I was like, whoa, first of all, I don't. I said I don't think any of us blend in. Uh-huh. And I was like, uh, maybe to you she's the star, but I think we're all stars in our own way. I mean, not really speaking for the ratchet girl, ratchet girls, but for me and my other two friends. Uh-huh. And I'm like, the fuck. And anybody like. Like, I would be mad if anybody said that to any of my friends. I'm like, who the fuck are you? I'd feel stupid for them saying, like, oh, Lindsay's the star. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's not cool. Like, okay, say it to me. That's cool. Pump me up. Blow smoke up my ass. But so anyway, my friend was, like, so in it, like, you know, seeing it from that view of being the star. So she didn't see what was happening to other everybody else. But this guy was totally demeaning and just talking to us, talking about, like, oh, these stupid millennials. Like, we're millennials trying to make money off of us, but then talking shit on us. So anyway, it ended up turning into I I told him off. And then he fucking, like, couldn't handle it. Because he he was like, so what do you do? Because it had come up already and he heard that I did stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been doing stand-up. I just started doing stand-up. I fell into it. But uh, I've been doing music for years. That's what I've been doing uh, here in L.A. or whatever. And he's like, no, no, that's not going to work. And then, like, didn't even let me finish my sentence before I said it. And I was like, whoa, you just asked me what I do, and you didn't even let me finish my sentence. Because he was like, no, we'll work on the stand-up, not the music. And I'm like, you can't tell me. I'm like, I'm not talking about for your per- 
TV show in particular, I'm telling you who I am and yeah. you're not even listening and you didn't even let me finish my sentence. And so I said that to him and then he was like, I didn't interrupt you. And he like went off and he was like, you know what? He was like, you know what? You're not on the show. I don't want you. And fr- freaked out. Cause, and it was also funny because I was sitting on a higher chair than him. <laughs> so it was like I was looking down on him and clearly more confident than him. So he couldn't fucking handle it. He was like a 50-year-old washed up producer who the last thing he did was the old Steve Harvey show. Uh. So then he fucking... Uh, then he says, you know what? This meeting's over. Gets up and leaves. But anyway, the reason why, sorry, the reason why I brought this up is because it reminded me, you said the thing about people agreeing with you. And these ratchet girls were like, they'd, dis- they'd like say, oh, I think this. And then he'd be like, no, 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 that doesn't work for TV. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like just agreeing with everything this guy said. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not going to like pretend to be fucking dumb and just agree with everything you say to be on your d- dumb fucking TV show. I'd rather be true to myself. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm with you 100% on the the red flags that you had. Like, we should not be meeting at a Starbucks. I have a friend who's a producer that's actually working and doing shit. And he hit me up one time, and um, I was like, so, you know, because he was like, I'm interested in possibly doing something with you. Um, Send me an email when you get a chance. And so I sent him an email, and then I was like, so do you want to meet for lunch sometime? And he was like, he was like, nothing ever happens for at lunch. We can meet at my office. Oh, nice. And yeah. See, it's like usually you have a space to fucking meet at if you're official. Yeah. Not a fucking Starbucks. That's something that has definitely stuck with me. And it, yeah. like, as far as like, you know, when people nothing hit me up and they're like, lunch. let's meet for lunch or something like that. My thinking is always, I go back to what he said, and I'm like, yeah. you know, let's, because it it is better to meet in a dedicated space that's yeah. quiet where we can actually bounce ideas off each other and figure some stuff out instead of a loud noisy Starbucks where there's people trying to get around you or asking if they can use the outlet next to your table or, you know, like whatever the case. Exactly. The same with stand-up. You know, a lot of times when people want to talk about stand-up projects, they're like, well, let's just meet at one of the open mics. It's like, no, that's not where you talk about stand-up stuff because too many other comics come up and talk. I know, it's so annoying. Yeah, and, you know, so it's just like, you know, if you want, we can meet at my house or if you want, we can meet, like, somewhere that's quiet and not, you know... And I'm not, um, if people aren't paying for shit, it's like, don't ask me to meet you anywhere. Yeah. If you're not paying, and that doesn't go for friends, but you know, when it comes to. But yeah, if you're looking to work with me uh and you're trying to be like, I have this project or this whatever, and then you can't even pick up the fucking Starbucks or whatever. Yeah, and you can be specific if you don't want somebody to go crazy, because there are classless people that'll ask for a bunch of shit, but if you're just like, you know. Can I buy each of you a coffee? So yeah. you're that specific about it. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. And Anybody else want coffee? I'm going to go get one. Yeah, and what's then it going to cost it. for you to do that, really? I mean, you should Ten. have it that It would have cost him $12 if he got six coffees. They're $2 for a regular fucking coffee. Yeah, it's, it's like you should be able to do that, especially if you're trying to talk about, you know, money-making opportunity. A show. And you have people taking time out of their day, like you and all the other girls and have other shit you could do. the ratchet girls, this is what happens. So then my friend is like, I'm like, and... I'm going to her. I'm like, she was like, now they're basically like, you just fucked up an opportunity for her. And I was like, yo, I was like, that was no opportunity. If anything, I helped you out. <laughs> not, I'm not fucking around. And it was so funny. Cause my friend has like a big, we were like all big ego people. So like, it was like funny to see the reactions. Like she, cause she was like, I'm not mad at you, but you might've just ruined that for me. I'm like, well, you're kind of mad at me then. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure that means you're mad. Yeah. If you're but, <laughs> saying I ruined it, but I actually didn't. And he ended up contacting her again, but I'm like, dude, first of all, anything I say should not reflect 
you. You're a completely different human than me. He should take me and say, okay, well, she's not on the show, but this has nothing to do with you. Like, you can't control me and my actions. Like, what the fuck? So I was like, if he literally just left and isn't going to work with you over me, then he's not legit anyway. But he's clearly not legit anyway, either way. And then the ratchet girls come at me. And the girl, one girl is snapping at me. She's some fucking hairdresser girl. She's like, if you've been doing music for 10 years and you didn't pop off yet, then you're doing something wrong. I was like, bitch, do you know how long people work on things? Like, it's like, it's called you get better with time and I don't give up, you fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> yeah, same with stand-up. People will try to throw that at me every once in a while and it's like, yeah, that's not the way stand-up works. It's just not. I yeah. mean, like, you don't know how show business works all together. Yes, there are the people that pop the fucking, yeah. you know, like, straight out of the gate, but, like, if you really think about that in a stand-up way, how many of those really are there? There's, like, Angela Johnson, who, like, you know, had just come off open mic and became a big deal, and then, as far as stand-up goes i don't even know a lot of those yeah. you know when it comes to music there's like justin bieber and like you know yeah. people like that but even him he worked literally from the time he was two years old he was playing instruments so he worked 10 years before he made it as a 12 year old yeah you know and they I mean? showed that hard road he took of actually going to the radio stations and singing and yeah. you know and be, like i love justin bieber <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm not a justin bieber hater at all either like yeah. some people are I don't know why. I guess because he was so young. As he grew up, but he made bad decisions. But anybody would if they were in that position. I always tell people that, you know, like uh, you get mad at Justin Bieber yeah. for being a dumbass with $120 million. What would you do? Yeah, I was an asshole with a McDonald's job. You know yeah, what I mean? Like same. I was getting McDonald's checks and being too. such a fucking, you know, like, <laughs> you know, it's so just funny. Um, was and even if like sometimes it seems like somebody blew up overnight, but it's like you didn't see what they were doing for ten years before that. It's like yeah, in that moment maybe you blow. Up. It's like once it happens, then some shit pops off and you're like whoa, and you kind of blow up overnight. Things like that happen, but you probably were working on it for years up until. Oh that yeah, point. in a lot of cases, that's exactly what yeah. it is. And then the people that sometimes get it too fast aren't ready for it and that's another thing i yeah. don't want to be not ready like Same. you know i now, think that all the time like i used to i used to when i was in high school i was like i'm gonna be famous by the time i'm 20 and then now i'm like thank god i wasn't then because i would have burnt out real yeah quick. and now i feel like i'm in a better position to actually do stuff like obviously when i first started i wanted to blow up right away you know all of us do i don't think yeah. you come here thinking like originally when you come to la you're, you're not like, like it's gonna take i want to work for 10 years yeah. and get better until i make <laughs> <laughs> I'm going there to start this process. I want to struggle. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. <laughs> uh, we've gone on a lot of tangents here. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. And no, I think good. everybody will like listening to it. Where can people uh, find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Lindsay Jennings with a Z at the end. And uh, that's, oh, lindsayjennings.com. It's been up for a year and I didn't even realize and I haven't been fucking pushing it. Anyway, lindsayjennings with a Z.com. And what's, what can they find on lindsayjennings.com? Does that have your, like, your social media links? Yeah, or? it should have my social media links. It's got like some little excerpt blog thingies. And then it's got my music, my music video, and links to my YouTube all right. Your music video, was it Freak? Weirdo. Weirdo. Sorry. <laughs> That's I, okay. Similar. <laughs> yeah, similar chain of thought. I, I, I remember I watched it. Uh, and then before that, I watched the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. When you did that quick, like, we're doing my video. And I don't remember where you posted that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I think we all know I see too much of Lindsay Jennings stuff now. <laughs> That's what we ended up learning. <laughs> so 
So yeah, people are paying attention. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, I really do appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you making it out today. I know. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. It was it was a great chat. And if you guys. Uh, want to ask any questions or find anything out i'm sure at some point i'll end up having Lindsay on again because this was a fun conversation hell yeah you guys can find me at america's favorite fag.com or tyravera.com depending on what you want to show up in your browser <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you 